0: what is up everybody welcome to another episode of outside the litter box so for this episode today this is gonna be a really interesting one because it is gonna be about spirituality but it's also gonna be about religion too and a little bit of faith or maybe a lot or maybe half but faith is not here, too. So, basically, I'm going to be talking about how, right now, I don't necessarily define myself as a Roman Catholic anymore, even though I was born into it. Um like, sure, I'll still go to church, um, you know, just for my parents' sake, um, I'll still do all the activities and, like, everything that goes into Catholicism, uh, because, you know, my whole family, um, they're all Catholics, so I can't just, like, I was born into it, I was baptized, so I can't really, like, I'm still kind of allowed to participate and all that. But from a genuine standpoint of my beliefs and my morals as a 26-year-old lady, I would like to define myself as a born-again, and I would also like to define myself as a person who is um, who is for progressive Christianity. So what this means is just because I'm not, like, I wouldn't really define myself as, like, a hardcore Catholic anymore. Like, it doesn't mean that I don't believe in God. No, I still do. I very very much do that's why i like to um define myself as a born again because i still continue to believe in god um but the difference now is i believe in him in an enormously much more deeper way than i have ever had um you know, compared to my faith, my level of faith, when I was 12 years old. And what's the deal with, you know, my progressive Christianity stance? Um, because I know that's not necessarily known to the mainstream, um, amount of conversations that happen on a daily basis when it comes to spirituality and faith um when i'm what i mean by progressive christianity i mean that i'm part of this group of people who still believe in god and who you know who still believe that he is the savior and almighty and etc but we or i we read the bible contextually not literally so you know all this talk of like hating the lgbtq community um and how they're sinning and Um, apparently years ago in the southern states and in, um, America saying that interracial couples, um, were sinning against God, um, because he made, you know, all the races should stick together and all of that mumbo jumbo. Progressive Christianity is Um, more of kind of like a political stance. I am, I know how much a majority of people, you know, would like to avoid, um, getting political in anything, but, um, I am very much, I do very much stand for progressiveness in Christianity. Um... Regardless if it's political because I'm also one of those people who kind of like to avoid anything political because it just causes a ruckus anywhere you go But with my stance in Christianity and progressiveness, I really do believe you know that God is love um, And he created all men all men and women you know fearfully and wonderfully and that's literally you know a line from the bible so with me you know just um speaking from my experience um yeah that's why i kind of like to find myself as a progressive christian now because I've never really agreed and believed in hating other people, you know, for the person that they love, um, um, or the fact that, you know, they are interracially married or attracted to each other or just like other things, you know, that, um, conservative Christians, um, have, of believed and carried through um, all these generations, um, you know, in the conservative way of um, taking up your faith. So, if you've known me for a very long time and you're listening to this right now, you're probably wondering, like, whoa, you know, like, why the change? What happened? How did I even get here? Right? Well, it's because... Um, if you're also an avid listener to the podcast, I talk about it a lot. My, um, my transformative, um, moment, uh, my wake-up call that I had in life when I turned 18, that was a horrible time in my life, and I remember going through that and you know, being as young as I was, I didn't know who I was. Um, it didn't have sense I didn't have a sense of identity. Um, and I was just full of shame and darkness and um, fear and doubt and just, you know, all my negative thoughts just came to attack me for like a good year um, during that time. And I can just recall, you know, um, everything I was taught as a child because I was born into Catholicism, right? Everything I was taught, um, in that, um, you know, when you're in trouble, just pray. When you're, when you're down, just pray and um because the intensity and the depth of the pain and the heart of that the you know that time was so excruciating to go through um I remember what I was taught uh religiously. I wasn't I was almost going to say spiritually, but no, that that is not um that is not in the same context that I wanted to be in. Anyway, I just remember what I was taught religiously, you know, um to do didn't necessarily work um during that time when I desperately needed it the most. And I'm not even trying to, like, diss or just badmouth Catholicism because, you know, I've seen it, you know, do some uh, good for some people in this life. So, plus it's one of the oldest, like, religions ever. So, you know, no hate. But I'm just saying, like, from my own personal experience, from literally the day I was born to, hmm, day I was born to 18 years old, right? Um, I, as I'm recalling my experience with Catholicism for 18 years, I can really, like, confirm And just really reflect on the fact that, um, you know, the purpose of religion and spirituality is to give you, like, solace and comfort in your soul, right? And, And give you a place, give you an escape from all the problems of everyday life, you know, give you a sanctuary to just meditate and be still and you know, concentrate on the the goodness of this universe and all the entities that it, you know, suffices um, into. What I'm trying to say is my upbringing and um, the way that I understood and the way that I was taught You know, to pray and to be religious and to be um, spiritual was not was not deep enough for me. I remember when I was like a hardcore Catholic for eighteen years. I remember that you know all my prayers all of my well not all most of it most of my prayers and most of my attendances at church most of my um singing with the hymns and just like the songs that would just play every christmas or you know every good friday whatever oh, wait no good friday has no songs um every easter right i just remember just doing it just because you know people told me to do it it felt like that it like every like most of the the prayers that i did when i was younger i didn't mean it um every time i would sing a song at church I just sang it because either I was born at church or it was a nice melody, you know, like, you know, as, as, um, as the oldest I can be right now, you know, just reflecting back on my experiences in the church and just, you know, spiritually, my, my growth and all that, um, I can really, like, affirm that the things that I did before were not the way, um, that spirituality and even religion should be carried, because it's supposed to soothe your soul, right, like I said, it's supposed to give you an escape to the problems in your life, it's supposed to, um, give you faith and like increase your optimism and you know just all that emotional like uplifting stuff for 18 years i didn't feel any of that i didn't feel a thing so that's why when i went through my transformation during the hardest time in my life when i was 18 um i started reading the bible again while i was in pain You know, and severely, excruciatingly, and I was hurting so bad. I remember reading the Bible again while I was older, and I was just feeling the worst I could be. And basically, that experience, that is what inevitably turned me into a progressive Christian. Because in that moment, it made me see and really realize that religion and faith and spirituality isn't about rules. It isn't about what you can't and can't do. It's not about hating on other people either, just because they love, you know, the same sex. Um, in that moment in my life, when... I was reading the Bible in excruciating pain during my darkest hour. It made me realize that faith, religion—well, more so faith and spirituality—and a little bit of religion—it's um, really, it really soothes you. Like for me, it soothed my soul. You know, like it—it it was the only thing that like gave me hope and like lit up a light lit up a freaking flame in my heart and in my body and in my whole aura and entity like it felt like a literal miracle because i don't know you know if any of y'all's listening um have ever been through you know such a heartache such a heartbreak such a dark time in your life where it's you know in the moment it's really hard to like get back up you know and like see the light at the end of the tunnel again like it's really really hard when you're going just when you're going through just like utter darkness you know and The minute I started like reading passages from the Bible again um, while I was feeling like this, um, like I said, made me realize that religion is really all about like kind of not just like uplifting you and like, you know, uh, soothing your soothing more peace in your mind. But it's more so kind of like lighting up a flame, lighting up a spark in your, in your, um, in your spirit, you know, and making you feel whole and making you feel alive again, because that's what it made me feel. And when it started doing that because I kept going I kept reading you know and really healing myself because I kept going and doing that as I felt more alive and I felt more soothed um you know it it did not make me want to hate other people it did not make me you know want to um state rules, you know, to, to other Catholics and Christians of what they can't do and can do. Um, no, like it made me want to love so freaking hard because I've, I've never felt so alive during that, um, during that transformation. Sorry, I'm just, I'm taking, I know you guys can't, um, notice because it's part of like the little program that I have for this podcast to you know make everything sound so smooth like I'm talking all at once for a good 40 or 20 minutes but no um I keep like pausing the audio recording because as I'm this is like my first time in a while of really like speaking on this story um I just gosh it's so emotional um i just feel like if i just keep going i just i just feel like i'm gonna cry but anyway also as well during that transformation and my realization it also made me see that the way that i led my spirituality and my faith and religion was not doing anything good for my soul or for my life I remember you know that was when I really realized that for 18 long years I was kind of like a robot where I was just doing things that I was instructed to do but I didn't mean anything that I did you know of those things that I was instructed to do And for the past um what is it? For the past eight years of my life, right now, I've never felt so alive. I've never felt so whole. I've never felt so, you know, spiritually that spiritually loved by the universe and by God. Um I've never I mean You know, I still have days where my mind isn't at peace because, you know, life. (laughs) But I've never had so many moments where my mind is just literally at peace. And last thing I want to like speak on. I'm not trying to um, introduce the whole idea or concept of um, interreligiousness, where you know um, you believe in one faith, and while you're in another faith, and etc. Not necessarily trying to like introduce that concept, but um, because I'm just naturally honest, and I feel like this is um, a good thing to share for the episode. Um, Buddhism. Buddhism and the Baptist side of Christianity really amplified and really enhanced my faith and spirituality more than it ever could. I'm not saying that I'm like a Buddhist now or a Baptist, but the way that they reiterate um, faith and spirituality, it just really, like, for me, it really deepened my relationship with God, and it really enhanced my peace of mind, and it really pushed me to continue, you know, um, I guess to continue, you know, kind of living my life, um as the pain and the struggle just are inevitable and we can't do anything about it um especially buddhism you know buddhism is the is the concept you know where they really focus on suffering and how they really remind all of us that suffering is inevitable, and there is absolutely nothing we can do about it. And I thank my lucky, lucky stars that I came across like teachings and just literal quotes from Buddhism because it helped me to be a better um, Christian, and even Catholic, because it really made me realize that, no, it didn't make me realize, it made me accept suffering in my life, made me accept my problems, how problems will never disappear, Um, You know, to an average person, that sounds like mayhem because, you know, most of us, like, who doesn't want to live in paradise, right? Like, we all just want our dreams to come true in a way where it's just everything's perfect and there's no more inconveniences or problems or bills to pay, right? But Buddhism really taught me to accept it. And it taught me that there is absolutely absolutely no harm. And I have nothing to lose at all in just accepting that problems are inevitable and they will always be here. Um, And even though that sounds depressing, it's really not. Um, It also kind of... No, not kind of, it also deepened my relationship with God because um, it really pushed me to accept suffering, you know, and the fact that I accepted it, well, slowly accepted it, (laughs) um, it really made me turn to God even more, even more times than I could imagine. And i guess when it comes to um baptist the other um group of christians in the christianity world um for me they really helped me you know kind of navigate my way through the bible in a very like impactful and powerful reiteration of every single text that is in that book uh because you know looking back at my experience you know as just like a conservative catholic for 18 years when i read the bible it didn't really give me (laughs) any kind of feeling it didn't give me any kind of like good emotion or i just i didn't feel anything you know like before what the baptists have done for my life and for my faith is you know their like i said their reiteration is so good like the way that they read genesis and and the story about adam and eve like it's just it's so powerful that they immediately like they can connect it so well to your everyday life and because they're connecting it to your everyday life and you can relate because you know these things have happened in your life you can't help but just like keep listening and then as you keep listening you know and they're finished reiterating the story of adam and eve and connecting it to your daily life you know about um temptation and resisting and um the place of a a man and a woman and like the the kind of um embrace um of femininity um as a whole um it just kind of makes you go whoa like this has been the story of adam and eve this whole time like for me like that's what happened for me because like yeah baptists do it so well (laughs) reiterating the bible um which also you know um contributed to me becoming and really like um kind of going down that path of being a progressive christian you know it's that connection to god again it's not hating on on people it's not following uh rules it's literally just amplifying who you are um your beliefs and your morals to literally be a light in the world um Anyway, so I feel like I've just been talking way too much for this episode, because I'm very, very passionate about my faith and my spirituality, because it's done so much good in my life, and it has basically saved my life. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to close this episode for the day, because um, it's getting late or I am as well and i gotta sleep so yeah as always i'm going to record another episode very soon uh yeah have a great morning have a great afternoon have a great night have a great day bye bye oh and thanks for listening to outside the litter box